2: Hello friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Daggs and DJ Rez. Today we have a powerful guest in studio, in barn, across this powerful oak desk is Deezy. In the barn. Yes, in barn. In the barn. And Mike Rez is here too. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> as, for, <laughs> as previously mentioned. Right. You know what's powerful? Uh... No. This is Deezy's third time. But the first time with all of us together. Feels like the first time, yeah. yeah. It's the first time, but it's a third time in barn. Turkey. It's the turkey. Yes. That's what you say in
1: bowling, <laughs> isn't it, <laughs> Turkey? Those are bowling terms, absolutely. <laughs> yes.
0: It's like you were like, is that right? Is that yeah. right? <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs>
1: I was going to leave him hanging for a minute and, like figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Is
2: that what the kids say? <laughs>
0: it's, that's what the kids say. That's what I've heard the kids say when they say yeah. The kids that's say. I
2: act dumb because it's cooler that way. Is it? Because I know everything. You know that. Right. Acting. Yes. Girl, you know it's true. (laughs) Welcome, friends. Welcome, OGs. Back to the most powerful podcast ever created. Today, we have a powerful show. We have a huge movie giveaway, DZ. Ooh, what are we giving away? We are giving away Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. The action-packed adventure Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins is now out on Blu-Ray and 4K Ultra HD. Hailed as the best G.I. Joe movie yet, the iconic hero Snake Eyes rises to become the ultimate warrior in the battle against Cobra. Buy on Blu-Ray and 4K Ultra HD today and get thrilling special features, including a bonus short film, deleted scenes, and much more. Available on 4K Ultra HD Steelbook. Available at participating retailers. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta got check this out. I to... Blu-ray copies, not VHS. No, no. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Beta. It's all about the beta.
0: Laser disc coming soon. Yes,
2: Pioneer laser disc. Yeah. Do you remember the laser disc, Dizzy?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I have, I'm talking. About, I had a camcorder that took VHS tapes, the little mini ones.
2: Did you really? Yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's gonna be a great show. Also, we have powerful new music, mm-hmm. like our DJ Rez. Tell us about the music we got today. Well,
0: today. A surprise release happened today, as in the day we were Oh, recording. I thought you were talking about Freddie when he came here. He had a <laughs> surprise release. Surprising release, yes. Uh, Night Audit has released The Neighborhood Watch. This is a horror soundtrack EP just in time for Halloween. It is a uh, five or six, excuse me, six-track EP that is uh, scary spooky. So this is what he told me uh, when I interviewed him a couple weeks ago on my Radio show, the nine forty-five show. Please. Oh my
2: god, there goes the plug. <laughs> yep,
0: that's right. Uh, this is a soundtrack to a horror film that does not exist. But he yes. wanted to uh, to do something something like a soundtrack to go along with the, like a horror movie. He's a very, very like horror movie inspired musician. So that's what we have here. We have the title track called "The Neighborhood Watch."
2: Yes, and also speaking of scary movies, all three of us. All three turkeys here (laughs) saw the movie (laughs) Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So we will be talking about that. But I also wanted to get into some creepy, scary, kind of in real life news Mm -hmm. a shooting on the set of Alec Baldwin's upcoming movie, Rust. What? Yes. Yeah. Happened yesterday. Accidental shooting. What are your sources telling you, Mike
0: Arez? Uh, My sources are telling me that. Unfortunately, the director of cinematography has passed. Uh, She was one person that was hit by a, they call it a live round. That is industry talk for just any loaded prop gun. And it could be any type of projectile that's in there. The director of the movie was hit as well. This is an Alec Baldwin project. So he stars in it. He's also an executive producer. Uh, So I wonder how he got that part to begin with. But yeah, it was a complete accident supposedly, we don't know yet. They're still investigating. It happened about 1.50 p.m. New Mexico time yesterday.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of rumors swirling around. We don't know exactly what happened. No, so, so I was we'll doing... Preface some, it with that. Right, and I
0: was doing some research this morning, as I like to do. I had Siri read it to me, because I hate reading. <laughs> 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 they were talking about, I think CNN talked to a prop master just to get a kind of like a background of fake guns and prop guns on movie sets, and he said that in those cases for a prop gun, it's usually packed with 25 to 50 percent of the normal gunpowder that a normal live round would have, but it's still very dangerous and can still hurt or kill someone 25 to 50 feet away. So it's basically a foot for every like percentage of gunpowder they put in there, is how, how far away they want to keep people from these fake, I guess you can call them blanks in these prop guns, but they're, it, they normally have meetings, safety meetings with the cast, the crew. They, it takes weeks to do a, a scene with prop guns because they want the entire cast to see them. They want the entire crew to see them. They have safety meetings on what's the proper distance. Everyone should be away from them. In every movie, every scene, they do camera tricks. Nobody has ever had a prop gun pointed at them uh, and fired. Now, they have Guns pointed at them in scenes where they aren't fired, but then tricks with editing and camera angles make it look like they're being pointed at them as they're being fired. But nobody is supposed to have a prop gun even pointed at them.
1: I have a question about that to the prop gun uneducated. <laughs> um, uh, we, to someone that thinks that a blank is a empty cartridge, just gunpowder behind it, there's a projectile with that as well.
0: There's not supposed to be, but things happen. And that's what one of the prop masters' job, jobs is to make sure nothing else extra is in there.
2: There's one mm-hmm. way where they crimp the end of the brass case of mm-hmm. actual paper and wadding in there. Did not know this. Yes. So Brandon Lee, yeah, he was, was the most famous one. Yeah, but that turned out to be a real projectile. 44 Magnum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, was lodged in his spine. They discovered in the autopsy.
1: You know the, the crazy thing about uh, the whole Brandon Lee deal is, uh, aside from that, is that um he had almost none of the martial art talents that his dad had. Correct. <laughs> like, absolute zero. <laughs> Which is disappointing.
0: <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, I mean, they and they were talking about the, the, the Lee family curse. Yeah, yeah. And then he died you know, at a young age, and then Brandon Lee dies at a young age.
2: Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of The Crow? <sighs>
1: I, I mean, it was okay. Uh, I thought it could have been a lot better. I just wasn't a huge fan of that movie at all. Why is that? I just didn't think it was good. I didn't like uh, Brandon Lee as an actor. I didn't like, and you know, you watch that thinking Bruce Lee's son, there's gonna be some cool fighting in there, and no. So I just wasn't a fan of the movie. It was about the, you?
0: It was the movie Ghost, but we're emo and goth kids. <laughs>
2: really? I kind of liked it. I, I mean, know. if we're gonna
0: just break it down to like, dumbify it, I mean, let's, let's do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's so not you guys bad. didn't like it? No.
2: I didn't, I didn't like it, but I like it
0: to the point where if it's on, I'll probably watch it. Right, yeah.
2: I uh I mean, did you uh like a DJ Res, did you go into it thinking it would be a Bruce Lee type movie or No. 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 I actually probably watched it because
0: the fact that he died during production.
1: You knew this going in? Yeah,
0: I saw a story. I remember it happening when it happened. It was like it was all over the news. That yeah. Brandon Lee died, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm going to go see this movie."
2: Mm. Yeah, are you familiar with uh John Eric Hexum? His death No. So he was uh, filming a movie cover-up. One of the scenes filmed, it had a forty-four Magnum once again, he provided with a functional gun in blanks. When the scene did not play as the director wanted, the master shot, there's was delay in filming. He unloaded all rounds out of it, spun it, did Russian roulette, put it to his temple, Jesus. shot himself. Wow, that's insane, man. So what happened is the paper wadding did not penetrate his skull, but there was enough blunt force trauma to shatter a quarter sized piece of his skull and propel the pieces into his brain. But it's it's strange that I mean, after all these accidental deaths
0: And they're supposed to now on this movie with Alec Baldwin, there is because you and I read this article from the LA Times, there's crew members walking out and they had non union crew members coming in. Some were being escorted off. I mean, the director of cinematography didn't want non union crew members on there on the set, but They were there because the regular crew members walked out yesterday and the day before because there's all these things that were going on with where it was being filmed, how the conditions were. Some of them weren't being paid, and that's a huge union contract busting rule right there. And so who knows? Maybe this prop master, and I'm not saying I I know for sure, but maybe the prop master that was responsible for this gun was a non-union prop master who doesn't go through the same safety issues and same safety courses as The union prop masters do.
2: So what does it say in the article? They had problems with this actual firearm, correct? Right. Yeah. It uh,
0: sounds like it misfired three times in the weeks up until
2: yesterday. I mean, that's ridiculous. Why would they even have that on set? Yeah. So it, it sounds like
0: the story as of right now is that this weapon misfired yesterday and ended up killing the director of cinematography and hurting the director what was going on before that? What was Alec Baldwin doing with it? Was he messing around? Was he, you know, whatever, but he is fully cooperating according to himself, <laughs> but the investigators are still interviewing witnesses. And we're because I heard the sheriff, the, he used the term live round. Yeah. They so all you were, use the you word live round is just what they use. If it's got gunpowder in it, but masters call it live round.
2: It's interesting because it was just a blank or, you know, a paper wad, I find it strange that it it hit the cinematographer in the stomach and then hit the director in the shoulder, correct? The last time I saw. Must be the ricochet. That
0: that can happen inside a bullet inside of a body. We knew that from. But that's what I'm saying.
2: So it must've been an actual. It might've been. Yeah. You never know. Because a paper wad's not going to do that. Like, um, it's John Eric Hexum. It didn't even penetrate a skull. It was just the one trauma of it, so much pressure coming in, it shattered his skull because he held it right up to his head.
1: So somebody walks off the set and plants a real bullet?
2: I mean, it's weird because you, yeah, you was, never know. there was people walking off the set. They're not getting paid. I'll show
1: you. Yeah, vengeance. And
2: this firearm misfired three times. Yeah. I mean, something's up.
1: Yeah, that's scary, it's scary to think that people, if, you know, not throwing accusations out there, but uh, to think that someone would be that upset with over not getting paid or something like that and risk killing somebody behind right. That. That's, that's, that's crazy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah wait, we don't get sued. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but but the truth of the matter is, I mean, one person is dead and one is injured. Yeah, exactly. So someone needs to be brought to justice. Yeah.
1: And, and you got to think about Alec Baldwin feels, um, of course, not his fault, you know, and now because of what you've done, somebody's dead. It's, uh, you got to live with that.
2: Right. Regardless of that, what happens. It's and, at your hands. You got to yeah. live with it. Yeah. I just, I just thought it was crazy after those high, high profile deaths. That something else like this can happen. I understand accidents happen, but right. well, you're think having multiple different yeah. way to do these fake guns now.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> Optimus Prime running across the screen and you can't figure out something about a fake bullet. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, on. I'm all for I'm all for real shootouts. You know, I mean I like the you know the bank scene from heat. Right. Yeah. But you reach a point where safety versus like he was saying Optimus Prime. I mean, if you can get CGI so good. Right. That even in its it, you suspend your disbelief if you see a gun shooting you're like oh that's not real but it's real enough mm-hmm. like yeah. i remember a scene from road to perdition tom hanks shot a 1911 but then you see the slide doesn't even rack back when it shoots oh, and i'm kind of a gun nerd so i noticed that but it wasn't enough i think for the average person like you know whatever right.
0: i wouldn't have noticed that now that you no. said it and i'm gonna yeah. watch <laughs> it now i'm gonna be like damn yeah. he was right genius
1: can't watch yeah. the movie again
2: now well you know you you see a lot of times when they're shooting and the gun doesn't lock to the back you know when it's done with the magazine little things but (laughs) most people don't even care so if you're having prop guns i mean just have a totally inert gun have it have like a quarter inch of a barrel in front so if you did a front shot you could still look down the barrel but it would be completely useless to shoot and then just cgi it i mean right
1: yeah because most most, if it's in any movie, there's going to be a lot of scenes that it's going to be a small percentage of people that'll get what's going on, whether it's shooting or some type of fighting or, because even like that, that Mortal Kombat movie, like they had some real martial artists uh, go through that scene uh, with Liu Kang and them fighting in that little sand pit down there. And uh, they kind of broke it down to see how realistic this fighting really is. And it, it hit on a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, marks, but um, for the most part, you know, it's only a small percentage of people that are going to get
2: that. And a lot of times, real fighting is boring. I mean, if you look at UFC, <laughs> They're just rolling around on the ground. All right, slow down now. I like UFC. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's all, you know, boring submissions. There's two tattooed guys rolling around. Right. So these over-the-top moves (laughs) look better, you know, on film versus a real fight. So as far as shooting, you know, I mean, this might be it, you know, where they're like, we're done with the guns. You got to do something. Yeah.
1: You know, the funny thing is I did a reenactment of a robbery a long time ago and um, they had all the... The CERT, which is a critical incident response team, the St. Paul's version of SWAT, they came out and they all had to show me like the insides of their guns and make sure they're empty, that they rack them and do all that type of stuff. And you know, I'm I'm not in Hollywood, but they did that for me and they made sure and they didn't aim anything at anybody. They they fire all off camera and and things like that. So it's um I don't know how this guy ended up having to kill somebody. It's insane.
0: Yeah, you know, if they can CGI lightsabers in 1975, they can figure out how to do
1: CGI. Oh, those were real.
2: First of, all, <laughs> first of all, are you trying to set me up because it was 1977 and there was no CGI? Whatever. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I mean,
0: if William Shatner can fake a fight with Darth Vader, then we can figure this out.
2: Yes, Absolutely. he faked a launch in a rocket recently, too. Oh, yeah, a rocket that looked like a penis. <laughs> Should we get into some whiskey? Yeah, so DZ... Oh. Yeah, I brought it those up our, to you guys. It is your third time on the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Third time is the whiskey time. Yes. That's right. <laughs> I just made that up.
1: Last time, uh, the first time I was here, he made me try some Malort's. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as delicious as that was, um, I went out and got a <laughs> bottle. And then I also um, seen that they had a bourbon there. And I mm-hmm. asked the guy at the store, hey, does it taste like the, the liqueur? And he says, I'm too
2: afraid to try it. So I thought we would. Hell so. yeah. So malort is a liqueur primarily made. With shit. In, yeah, tastes like it. Yeah, sewage from Chicago. You can pretty much only get it from Chicago, right?
0: Yeah, you, that, I think that's the only place, but that's yes. came out of the Chicago River. Yes. After it was dyed green for St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And then they bottle it up and then they sell it.
1: You got Deezy Weezy over there. <laughs> I, I know it. <laughs> if you guys try this stuff, you understand what he's saying is absolute truth. <laughs> I, I drove over to, over to Wisconsin to buy that bottle too.
2: Oh, it's it's a well-traveled bottle of shit. Yes, it tastes like (laughs) deep woods off if you spray it in your mouth. (laughs) That's very accurate. Keeps (laughs) ticks away. Super accurate. May prevent Lyme disease. (laughs) May. And then I I
1: thought I'd bring something else um, to wash that down, Uh, an Alberta premium limited edition cash-strength rye. Mm. It's 132 proof. The good stuff. The good stuff. It was...
0: Go ahead. I was going to say, you can tell it's good by the bottle.
1: Yeah. It was voted the best whiskey in 2020. Ooh. And so you can't really buy this. Um, it's not readily available on the shelves. You have to already search for it. So brought some for you guys to try. Nice. Well, let's do both. Wow. That'll work.
0: So we're going to, let's try the good stuff first and then kill our taste buds with the shit, possibly. I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah, we'll you like
2: it. You don't want to taint it with that. Uh, and then
0: that I'm going to chase it down with an energy shot.
2: So DZ is pouring the booze. Ooh, I'm
0: catching notes of oak. Maybe some vanilla.
2: Are you a whiskey drinker, Mike Riz? No. I well, recreationally, but very, very
0: seldom do I ever do it. You can talk, Deezy. What yes. are you doing? <laughs> I
1: this is an audio program. I can't open a bottle and oh, talk at the same okay. time. Um so now I'm pouring up the uh Ooh. The bourbon from uh Carl Jepson company that makes malorts.
0: I think uh when we do the bourbon we're gonna have to shoot that straight. This
1: whiskey's good, but man, is it that's a punch. It. It. Yeah, we have, we started collecting these things, and um, the strongest stuff we had in our house was uh, uh, a seventeen ninety two. If you have ever had that before, no. So they make like a couple of different bottles, and the strongest one is one twenty five proof, and that's the one we have at home. We're like, that's the strongest stuff we got. So we came across this uh, Alberta Premium, and it's just it's a
2: whole other level.
0: It's like uh, it's almost like the the gummy bear, but only in liquid form. Wow,
2: I'm gonna need you guys to drink that energy drink too. Uh, oh, we're going to, we're going to. Yeah, put, right now. Absolutely. First. What? First. Yes. Oh my God, you're going to make me kill. So I went to the dollar store and got their finest. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> it's not even a joke either. I think
0: I might have to wash it down with the whiskey. I love yeah. the
2: dollar store. Ooh, so I've got uh
0: peach mango. It's a five calorie, zero sugar energy shot. Extra strength. Extra. It's enhanced concentration and will improve my performance. I'm going to ask Mrs. Assistant Manager about wow. that later.
1: <laughs> and I seem to have the zero calorie, zero sugar, uh, extra berry energy shot. Yes. I'm watching my weight. Thanks. Thanks. Dad.
2: All right. <coughs> pound that? This is horrible. DZ is pounding the berry. What do you think? DZ horrible, isn't it? Well, he has a new flavor, so actually it's not bad. <laughs> really? Maybe yours
0: was better than mine. It does not do peach mango any justice.
2: I, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> aftertaste is horrible. <laughs> oh man, it's like medicine. I wonder if that's like uh,
0: when I did those Bud Light fall flannel seltzers. That that aftertaste was horrible, but this was this was pretty bad. Are you
2: done with the seltzers? For
0: it for now, yes. Yeah, that was gross. Yes. Don't ever do that again until next week.
1: Did you hear about these? Is that why you brought them? <laughs> the dollar store finest <laughs> He's getting Oof. like emails from these guys <laughs> Right yeah they're, in the, they're, the, they're the new sponsor of the
2: show on here we're trash oh, Cheers This is the, the Carl, bourbon Carl Jepsen's bourbon 100 proof It's not Malort though I mean it's not the flavor of Malort It's just regular
1: No Yeah Hands okay. were shaking before I drank that I was afraid it was going to taste like Malort's So was
2: I
0: I was like Oh my god Okay let's do this It's not bad So I've got an energy drink I've got bourbon
2: and a little bit of whiskey. In <laughs> Let's get into more <laughs> movie talk. That we took this uh <laughs> booze interlude. Yeah,
0: can we quickly get Easy's thoughts on the French Connection?
2: Last week we did a powerful episode on the French Connection, nineteen seventy one. Gave our lowdown. Mike Rez gave it two point five frog legs out of five frog legs. Yep, I gave it a four, and then I kind of vacillated. Ooh, I'm going to say you did what. A little Vaseline. Okay. I vacillated, and I'm saying 4.5. Ooh, you're you're very generous. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Got Winner of for, uh, five Gene Academy Hackman. Awards, if I believe, if I remember correctly. A give us a five-minute review of that movie.
1: Your review is probably off a scale of a hundred. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what it is? Uh, so I went to that. I watched that movie. Um, going into a thing of just a movie, and so uh, when I got done, I was like, this movie was horrible. <laughs> I looked it up to see, like, maybe it was based on a true story because I didn't know that at the time, and I looked it up and it's based on an actual case file. Then going back and kind of uh, picking the movie apart, the cinematography is not good. The acting, is terrible. The dialogue, horrible. <laughs> the movie ended terribly. It just, I didn't like the movie at all. I thought it was really bad. Um, I, I get it's like 1975 or 77, whenever the movie was, but It just was not good, man. I'm sorry.
2: So you did not like the iconic car chase?
1: That car chase was not good either. Now why is that? It just, there's nothing special about it. They're barely swinging out in turns. And it just, it was like when he was chasing that, that subway, (laughs) the, (laughs) they're showing from inside the windshield and it's like, there's no audio at all. What's the point of that? There's like five times they do that and just no audio. You don't hear anything. It's really weird. And I just, that chase was decent, but the, the, the movie's
2: bad. How about the scene where they went to the bar, cleared out the bar? It was too long.
1: Okay, it went on too long. It was, it, it was, it's 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 kind of cool, but it just went on way too long, you know. And then uh, like the whole shakedown and going down the counter, and then and then putting him right against the wall, and all, it just took too long to develop, you know, to find out that they had like a informant in there. It was just not it's terrible.
2: How about the scene on the subway with the, the main bad guy? When he got away,
1: there's not much about that movie that I like. <laughs> I'm sorry it's uh I mean like I get, once again it gets to the seventies, and um there's lots of you have to give uh a pass because of the time and and what's available as far as everything, but uh I just I didn't like that movie i um <laughs> there's one scene that I thought was uh, pretty funny when he's walking down the street when they're telling some guy and he's uh that or he's coming out of club one and two, and he's walking down the street, and there's a guy laying uh on the ground that looks like he is completely just dead, but well, he's supposed to be passed out because he's drunk. He's laying like he's been shot or <laughs> jumped off a building or something like that. <laughs> when they're, the, the whole thing where they're telling those guys that whole entire time where they're telling those people that everybody's got somebody and they're following them just it's, the movie is terrible. I'm sorry. You get four to five. It's
2: such a generous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I think it's amazing getting different. We're getting uh, the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s mm-hmm. ages here. I'm almost. 40. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're getting old, dude. I'm almost 40 <laughs> next year. Yes.
1: No, it was like it. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, I don't want paint to be just completely a horrible movie, but I just, I just thought that they could have done way better than what they did. And then I've seen there's a part two out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, how? <laughs> who greenlit that second movie?
0: <laughs> I want to know how they went from because at the end of The French Connection, mm-hmm. they say they both retired. You know, if you read the things at the end, what happened? Yeah, who? They're,
1: they're reassigned.
0: Yeah, reassigned yeah. and then retired, it says. Mm-hmm. And now there's a French connection, too, so something brought one of them out of retirement. Jesus. And it's Gene Hackman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it, <laughs> that, that movie was, was and I, I love anything based on uh, any kind of fact or, you know, and so I watch these movies and I love them because I, I love true stories. But, boy, that movie took a dump. Interesting. You know, I, yeah.
0: See, and I agree. The ending sucked.
1: Yeah, it's there he, was no payoff because didn't he and didn't he kill his uh, uh the FBI guy? He did, yeah. He kills him, and he's like, ah, he's still out there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> then he cuts down the hallway, and then pow! It's all you hear. Then the movie's over. I just the movie is bad, man.
2: Yep. <laughs> I <laughs> agree. <laughs> I bet he gives it a worse frog legs rating. Oh me.
1: man, it's not getting any frog legs from me, man. <laughs>
2: so what are you rating it out of five?
1: Man, what's below zero? Really? No, Ooh. <laughs> no I would. a I, I, I one. I'd have to give it a one because, like I said, I didn't completely. I, I, I sat through it and, and <laughs> I was able to complete it. But yeah, I just, it was a short
2: film, 104 minutes. It
1: was, yeah, it was bad because like the, the main character, he's, see, so yeah, he's seen an enemy of the state. Yep. I like, I liked him in there. It's him, right? It's uh-huh. Gene Hackman. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like Gene Hackman in there. And then this movie is acting just so bad. Like when they're interrogating in, that guy in the, in the, in the alleyway that they uh, chase down. Right. <laughs> they're both taking turns beating the
0: crap out of each yeah, other and man, then then yelling that. at each other yeah.
1: <laughs> he reminded me of like john c Riley at that point it just his his, <laughs> his acting was just horrible man and the, i think the thing that got me at the beginning where um that guy is a walk around the whole time he's smoking cigarettes go get the bread and then he gets to the hallway and they get shot in the face
0: right <laughs> and there's no blood
1: on the bread yeah but his face is covered with this paint like blood i mean legit yeah. like paint blood it, and it was I thought he was going to be one of the main characters of this movie. Yeah. The guy takes a piece of
2: bread, eats it, and walks
1: off. I mean, just yeah, the
0: blood, the blood packs were not believable. Not
1: even a little bit.
2: To wrap it up here, both you guys enjoyed this movie, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to watch right. part two when yes. I get home. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to know what happens.
2: So before we segue into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, what's a similar New York-style movie that you liked that's kind of gritty crime? Can you think of one? Top of my head,
1: I, I, I kind of like Street Kings. Got uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, Forrest Whitaker, Chris Evans is in there. The Game, he's got a pretty, uh, pretty decent cast in there. I mean, acting-wise, I don't know about The Game, but, uh, but it's a cool movie. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, i seen it a long time ago. It's just, uh, it's, uh, Keanu Reeves plays a cop. I think he's kind of kind of dirty
2: in there, and it's, uh, but it's pretty cool. You check it out. The Sting is the next old movie I want uh, Michael Rez to see. Oh, you should watch it, too. What year is this? 73. I was going to say. So it's it's going to be be. another old one. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to see if it's some generational thing or if you like any old film. I do like a lot of stuff, but man. that No, no. That's why I said I'm going to give you a couple more. All right. For powerful homework assignments, and then we'll get back to you. All right. We're going to segue. We're going to go back to the future. Venom. Let there be carnage. Mike or DJ Rez. Tell us a little bit about. Venom Let There Be Carnage.
0: Well, Venom Let There Be Carnage is the uh the next movie, I guess you could say what is this really like an MCU movie? Because it's Columbia Pictures in association with Marvel.
2: Well it's what, not really So what it is, you know, it all got split up. Fox got, you know, X Men and all that. Right. Sony I Pictures know. got Spider Man. It just it's, it's confusing then, to someone like me. Yes. But then basically they're all getting absorbed, so Yeah. It's basically Spider-Man's nemesis. Nemesis. And it, spoiler alert, because it, it does, the, you do the
0: mid, mid-credit scene, and uh, we get a little tie-in to Spider-Man. So we're going to get that one pretty soon in the near future. I don't know, phase seven, eight, nine, ten for the MCU. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not really sure, but, uh, so I never saw the first Venom. You didn't. I did what? not.
2: Get out okay uh, yeah literally leave. did you know Deezy has a venom tattoo
0: i did not know that
2: yeah it's a tramp stamp really no no, no yeah, it's on my arm <laughs> it says venom right across yeah, yeah. <laughs> <in> old english
0: <laughs> so but yeah so we, we catch up with eddie and and he interviews uh his uh the protagonist in this film uh who is a on the on death roll death mm-hmm. roll excuse me um, at San Quentin and I, his name escapes me, but it's Cletus the, Cassidy. Cle, Cletus Cassidy, um, and Cletus is using Eddie to write stories about him and try to give him hints about, cause he's a cerebral. Well, let's go back a little antagonist. bit. Talk about
2: him and his lady friend. A screamer. Yes. This, she's a screamer. Yeah, so they were
0: together in a, uh, what would you call it, not a mental institution, but uh, the, was it, the Estes? It was a home
2: not for unwanted children. Basically, yeah. St.
0: Estes. St. Estes, and uh, they get separated, and uh, they take her off, because she said something about mutant powers, is that correct? Did I miss that part? Did I miss yes. that part? So there's a She tie- has the ability to manipulate sound. Right, so here we, that, to me, that was a tie-in to the X-Men. Because they said Mutant Powers, and it's a Marvel movie, so you kind of have to put two and two together. Are you yeah.
2: familiar with Banshee? No. That's a yes. dude that screams, too. Yeah, DZ knows. See,
0: see, you two are the comic book nerds. I'm just, I feel the gap. No, I'm not a comic book nerd. I'm a <laughs> powerful. <laughs> Say, what, what's beyond nerd? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they get separated as teens. I like how they throw it way back to 1996 and that movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the year I graduated high school. But we're going to the Wayback Machine.
2: So, when they're taking her away, though, she attacks that cop. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Tell us, easy what happens.
1: Yes. They're on the, uh, like, some, some spoilers. They're in the back of that, uh, the wagon. And uh, here's,
2: here's the thing with how many times in a movie are they, are, are they transporting people in a, in a freaking prison <laughs> bus and something happens? Every <laughs> movie. Like, if you're the prison guard, don't fucking volunteer for that, yeah. duty. So what do you? Uh, I'm going to stay over for overtime and pick up some overtime. Yeah, all we have to do is 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 drive these super criminals. <laughs> You're on transport duty. I quit. Yeah. I
1: quit. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're transporting her in the in the wagon, and um, and you know she was able to get a scream off, uh, caused the all this commotion in the van. It flips, you know, and she escapes. It's Wait, wait. But the
2: cop shoots her. The cop shoots her in the eyeball. Yeah, rewind. He does. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, and he thinks she's dead. Justifiably so. But all that happened is she gets a cool white eye. Well, And you can still see out of that eye.
0: She ends up in one of the Harry Potter houses. Ravencroft.
2: (laughs) Ravencroft Institute.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's,
0: you know, wasn't that a Harry Potter house? It's
2: uh, it's gotta be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter nerds
0: know what I'm talking about.
1: I never really watched, um, Harry Potter.
2: Oh, uh, we won't, we won't review any of those. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) So we'll go back. Okay. So now it's present day Mm -hmm. and the cop that shot her is a detective.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: With a hearing aid. Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so it's, um, she's stuck in some super underground unknown facility to everyone. And, um. She's in there in a soundproof,
2: uh, it's got a lot of pillows. Yeah. Cause yeah. those pillows will absorb her power. Oh, they, have yeah. <laughs> they want to make her comfortable, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she's in there and, um, you know, so she, she's found out through, um, once, uh, Carnage is uh, unleashed through the database Now I don't know how he's able to go through cyberspace and find out everything about everyone. But, uh, that's a, that's me. It's a super alien. <laughs> he's a super <laughs> alien. Yeah. But no, it's a, it's, it's really cool. Cause, um, I didn't know that, uh, Venom was fathered to to Venom, and he has a lot of other symbiotes that respond off of his his DNA. Or Carnage, call it? Yeah. Cuff car, yeah, yeah.
2: So in the movie, what happens is he bites his finger. He, he bites, uh, yeah, Eddie Brock, and he goes gets and a st- little blood in there, and then mm-hmm. and then he's like, "This doesn't taste like blood." <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> yeah. Taste yeah. like. Which is blood one I of had. the creepiest <laughs> lines you can ever hear in a movie. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> he's used to drinking blood. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it's really cool. And and. and yeah, the cool thing is uh, you know, like I said, big Spider Man, Carnage, Venom fan, and uh Venom being my favorite uh, villain in all these superhero movies. He's uh I was a little upset in the movie a little bit because I was talking about how uh, why is Venom such a, a loser in power compared to Carnage, but Carnage is a lot stronger than Venom. And,
0: he's a red one. Yeah, he's a red <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was in tears <laughs> in that movie and said that. <laughs> oh, it's a red one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. What did
2: you think, Michael Res? other movie not seeing the first
0: one i was not lost in this one i thought maybe not seeing the first one to be doing a lot of what the what's going on i don't get it the only time that really happened is when they introduced the old fiance yeah like okay she must be the love interest in the first one and they break up and that shit happens but the, otherwise the rest of the movie you can watch without seeing that one the first one or any of the spider-man movies because this is just it's a standalone, like, oh, it's, it's a standalone yeah. story
2: did you like the movie
0: i did yeah I was I was uh I was enthralled. It kept me interested
2: throughout the movie.
0: Now Eddie Brock's character is kind of a he's kind of a loser. He's kinda of hard to like
1: Well Venom lets him know that throughout the movie. Right, yeah. And
0: which I think is kinda of funny. It's hilarious. You know, probably what kept me in there. And then like Venom is like an anti hero. Mm-hmm. You know, you kinda of cheer for him and then you know, I mean, if you pay attention to the comic books, you know that he's really a, a villain. But these two movies make him lovable yeah which is so, good or bad what
1: did you manageable. think DZ part of what are you saying about to be able to follow the movie is because this is actually like a another origin story and so you're, you're getting Carnage out his story out and that's how you, you know the movie is anyway um I liked it I mean I like the first one was pretty it was it was decent and I expected to get more of the second one more action um but then like I said because it's an origin story for Carnage you lose a lot of the action you're gonna get from Venom and and that's what happened in the movie but but I liked it. I thought it was really. I thought it was good. I mean. So I, I'm
2: gonna pull a French Connection. It was trash. Uh oh. I did not like the movie. Facts. Yes. <laughs> the CGI was shit. Like remember that scene when the that that chicks his ex's fiance's pouring the gas.
1: Oh yeah, down from the Ota- top. Yeah, in the, in the yeah. church. I mean,
2: did you see how bad that looked in the movie theater?
1: Uh, yeah, it was.
2: You
0: know how hard <laughs> it is to do real flames.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just like water in CGI, it's hard. Yeah. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> And
2: and they kind of made it funny like Eddie, give me some pussy, Eddie. I want some pussy, Eddie. You know, would have gave it the R yes. rating. Yes, exactly. If you are going to have an R, have some fun with it.
1: You know that movie's rated PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I said when I said I said whoa PG that would be like maybe an R. You know, but yeah, yeah. No, no I
2: didn't like it. The CGI, I didn't like Venom. I didn't like how he looked. I mean, he's supposed to be Spider Man. They didn't have a move like Spider Man. I don't know, Carnage was, like, what's his name? Uh, who's the dude that does it? Uh, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. He's normally a great actor. He was trash in that movie, I thought. I mean, he was just this over-the-top character, the way he dressed like this Vegas pimp or something. You know, what he even got in the car. and He,
1: he, he did it like he came out of the Golden Nugget. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just, it just reminded
2: me, like, of a TV movie or something. I don't know, with that big of a yeah. budget. I didn't like the special effects. I thought the fight scene was was just boring. Like when you get super villains or comic books, they just they really can't kill each other. So what's the point? Yeah, you know what I mean. And And, you know Carnage is supposed to be so much more powerful than him, but then all of a sudden Venom gets back up every time he he attacks him. And they're supposed (laughs) to be sensitive to sound, but then it really doesn't do anything to him. The same with fire, fire. Mm. So why isn't it killing him? Yeah.
1: Well, it's just like wrestling. You know, (laughs) you're down for a minute, and the crowd
2: gets cheering, get
1: pumped up right now nah, yeah i don't know it's, it's um it, that's like we talked about in the other uh shows about like how it's hard to to capture true strength of these characters in these in these movies which is weird and and you have that problem because like even like with um with venom like you said like how he doesn't move like a spider spider-man spider-man-esque uh, character did he ever shoot any type of web at all in that movie ever no, no. you know what
2: i mean and like, he did he did, i don't know why they don't have that they had all this hatred of spider-man too you know' said all the all the like he's slaps the spider you know he kills the yeah, spider right they're ripping on the spider well he is spider-man i mean venom loved spider-man well, but i mean hated him so much that you know he went into eddie brock but yeah you know in the comic books he has the spider on his yeah, costume exactly i didn't like how the, like venom i didn't like the look of him did you like the look of him <laughs> you never met spider-man yeah
1: no um I, I i mean they did better than uh the spider-man 3 with a uh, Maguire. sure that venom was trash yeah he looked horrible Um, I I do like the way you looked um, at times you kind of got away from me, uh, like when he's in that party, uh, that rave. Stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah. what's the dumbest I mean, what the, he's got like glow sticks all over him and come on, man, he's <laughs> He's talking.
2: Eddie doesn't appreciate me. Like, yeah. what is this, man? Yeah, I was like, yeah. And this-
0: then he leaves and passes <laughs> out and it's in the alley. And I, yeah, and I, I didn't like the
2: head move where he always stretches out and has a head stretched out like it's Terminator Two. Yeah, they did that too many times. Yeah.
1: So I mean, yeah. I mean, I still did appreciate how he looked because I really hated the third one. But um, I, it's <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
2: And I didn't like how he became like Doctor Octopus with all the tentacles. I mean, why was that? He was almost like he was Doctor Octopus. Carnage. Everything, yeah, Carnage. Everything. Well, no, Eddie was like that too, you know, where his he his, his body would move and almost like it was an octopus arm mm-hmm. instead of part of him, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, like in the in the in the some of the comics, I
1: mean, like of course, like Carnage, uh, you know, he's almost like a shapeshifter, you know. But um, so I, I didn't, I wasn't mad about that when he's in the prison and it had stuff coming off his body and things, but um, that tornado movie did.
2: Oh yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that, that was so stupid.
1: How
0: else is he going to eat the warden? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, really.
2: <laughs> and then there's this whole, you know, this thing, and you go. Well, he had some sort of costume on. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, the, yeah, that was a costume.
1: Yeah, I put a cloak on too, and I go crazy, man. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. They, they dropped. The, yeah, like I said some parts were just. It just. It makes no sense. They just try to make it to, you know, fill space. It seems like.
0: It was an hour and thirty-seven minutes long, and I was surprised when I saw that because I was like. Okay, what are we going to get out of this movie? There's that's not a lot of time to put stuff in there.
2: No. No. And put it put in some super villains or put in some heroes. You know, like the the stupid her his ex and that guy stupid.
1: Yeah. And if if it's okay to go a little more in the spoilers um at the end of the movie um to kill off Venom. Why? You know, why don't you just, like, disappear? Well, maybe he'll come back some way. So some of that symbiote left inside somebody somewhere to come back. But to, to kill him, introduce him, and then kill him in the same movie. Like, I, I hate when they do that. You know, it's just, it's too bad. Because Carnage is a super cool character. He's really cool. He looks cool in the movie. And now we got to believe he's gone. And
2: yeah, and he was too easily killed. Way too, too easily. He's super He calm. eats yeah. him?
1: Yeah.
0: In the, <laughs> it didn't taste good, though. No, no. it is. It was gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the comics, he does that with a lot of his uh, all the yes. symbiotes that come off. Yeah, he eats them to yes. get back in his body. But um, yeah, it's that movie. It, I liked it, but it just oh. You know.
0: I think we're gonna hear more from Carnage. Oh, absolutely. We have. That's to. It's not the last we've heard of Carnage. They're gonna do a Venom movie where all the symbiotes come out.
1: Yeah, the the dinosaur one. You know about that one? Yeah, oh, man, dude. There's a lot of cool symbiotes out there, man. A lot, a lot of cool. I mean, like said, they're all his kids, I guess.
2: I don't know. I didn't like the movie. I what? wish it, Yeah, I'm giving it. Mike always comes up with cool. What are you going to say? Out of five, what? God. Chickens. Very good. You're welcome. If they saw
0: the movie, they yep. get it.
2: Yes. <laughs> Out of five, Sonny and Shares. <laughs> you want me to go first? Go ahead. I'm
0: gonna give this three and a half Sonny and shares, cluck cluck.
1: Oh my god! I think they're doing this because I didn't like The French Connection. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll be
2: like four point two flux Four point two. Yeah. Chickens out of five. Out of five. See, three and a half what? is pretty good for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Let right. me ask you this, DZ. Venom or Venom? Let there be carnage. What? What's a better movie?
1: Ooh. Um. Oof,
2: I'm, I'm going to go,
1: oh, that's tough, man. Um, cause I really liked, uh, like the fight between Venom and that, I can't remember the other guy's name, the big one that he's fighting against.
2: Um, but I'm probably gonna have to go with that to be carnage. All right. So what did you think of the acting in this, the new one? Like I did be carnage.
1: I didn't like, uh, her, um, new, um, fi- uh, fiance, that guy, I didn't like his acting. I didn't like, uh, Dr. Dan. Yeah. Dr. Dan. It was, yeah. Um, I didn't like the, the scream lady. Didn't think she was great. And Woody Harrelson, you're right. He wasn't uh, on top of his game. That I many. like Woody Harrelson. I, and, I do and too, and he was horrible in this movie. was not a good right. Woody Harrelson movie. No, no it, it really wasn't. It was almost like they threw the script at him and he was like, we should yes. it today. And then, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean. I get a week right now. You get two hours. <laughs> yeah. A, we're, we're I mean, it, re- okay. it reminded me of a TV movie. I yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. With his acting, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And
1: he's a great actor. He's phenomenal. I, I like dude a lot, man. He's, Man, that's, that's what's it, uh Billy Hall from White Man Can't Jump, man. <laughs> that's my guy, man. <laughs> nah, yeah, it, uh, definitely let the be Carnes and Tom Hardy.
2: Right. How do you think he did? He did better in the first one.
1: Yes. Um, but uh, I really like that. Guy. I think
2: we were talking about what movie was that where you mentioned they dumbed down the guy, uh, like the superhero movie. No, we were just talking off off camera, off mic here. Mm-hmm about a movie where you said in the sequel they dumbed down the, the character.
1: They do that in a lot of movies. Yeah, um, there's
2: one you were talking about. As I mentioned, uh, Ghostbusters 2 were Rick Moranis' character. They made him stupid.
1: Well, they they, they did. They definitely did that in um, Anchorman. With, um, Anchorman, Brick. thank you. That yeah. was it. That was it. Rick went from dumb to... <laughs> 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 I i not be incorrect saying anything, but he, he, he was like three times dumber. I don't know why
2: they have to do that. And um, Tom Hardy, I think they made him an idiot in this one too.
1: Yeah, he was lo- he's worse than the first. He's a complete loser. Yes, Absolute complete loser. complete mess. Yeah, but i
0: I think that's so. To me, when I was watching, because I haven't seen the first one, so I thought this was just the character. No, but I could feel like how much of a loser he was. <laughs> like you're just like, God, this poor sucker. He can't do anything, right? He's just an idiot through life. Just everything works against him, and and Tom Hardy, this dude nothing is- he does to pull himself out of it that's how i felt watching this movie and this right. dude is believable beam. right yeah, i know yeah. that's what i was thinking too i was like when are we gonna pull out the mouthpiece I mean, Bart, Bart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did,
2: did you see uh, revenant yes it was a while ago but i did do you remember uh, him in that movie yep yep incredible
0: yeah or in uh what's the one with leo dicaprio where they're like they got the the dream sequence ones
2: oh that's what i was
1: talking about you're talking about inception inception he's in that one too yeah he yep. did a really good job in that Phenomenal man. kicked in ass in that yeah, absolutely
2: this, this reminded me of a tv movie i didn't like it yeah that's too bad that's too bad because you know
1: it's, i don't know how they do this like the reason why they they dumb down these characters or they exaggerate characters in movies because the first one they're like hey i love that guy i love his attitude i like i like his, his character i like everything about him and they go well in the next movie don't worry we'll give you a lot more yeah then this happens you know, as it's it sucks, man, because like they, they do that and spoil a lot of movies. Because like, Anchorman 2 was absolute garbage, but the first one was beautiful.
2: Well, that actually makes sense, because when I said it, it reminded me of a TV movie, almost a TV series, where you're right, they don't need to wrap everything up. Mm. They need to stretch it out, because they want to keep cranking out the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's,
1: you know, maybe they'll get the formula down one day, but, you know. And, and then I was worried about there being too much comedy in this movie, too, and, um, but it worked because like it was pretty funny. They did pretty good. Yeah.
2: And what's the deal? Why was he dressed as Beverly Hills Cop? Like, do you know <laughs> the leather bomber jacket? <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh yeah. He's wearing yeah. the same shirt and the same jacket. His Detroit Lions jacket. He had yes. On? Yeah. Uh, and the shirt. Uh, did he really? Yes. I didn't, I didn't realize that. He's wearing the same because shirt and he's the same a jacket. Loser,
0: he doesn't do his laundry. No.
1: <laughs> Isn't that weird though? They, they walked to the wrong dressing room. They're all still connected.
0: What do you though? think right. that is? Right. Right you have any idea? I have no idea. Probably, I don't know. I didn't even notice it. Yes. I, knew, I knew
1: the jacket, but the shirt, I didn't see. The, I didn't yes, know the
2: he shirt. has the yeah. same shirt and the same jacket. Get out of here. He's a badass. Yeah. He doesn't care. He lives yeah.
0: life by the by the edge of his seat. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's, I'm going to dress up. He's the guy that as, sniffs his shirt and says, I'm dress still up. clean.
2: <laughs> oh, and guess what year that movie's from? 1984. There the you go. The world peak. <laughs> wow. Did you ever hear us talk about how many great <laughs> movies came out in 1984? Yeah. Yeah, is it just Terminator, Karate Kid, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds, Ghostbusters, Romancing the Stones, Ghostbusters, every, Beverly every, Hills Cop? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It, the, the list goes on. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Every good movie from the '80s was
0: 1984.
2: Yes. So I'm. If anyone knows out there, hit us up on Twitter at AmazingPopPod. Pod. Let us know why was a dude dressed up as <laughs> Axel Foley?
0: Yeah. So you got to give us your chicken rating.
2: It's an Easter egg somewhere. We, we got to yeah a, we, we got to find it out it. yeah was there any other Easter eggs that you remember no I have to watch question it again. mark yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> do you I'd have to go back and think about it that was the one that stuck out to me was the Beverly Hills Cop it, do you have any idea why that was I don't I gotta use my powerful brain to think it up
0: it's probably something stupid like one of the writers grandparents was a writer on Beverly Hills Grand Cop or something. You know.
2: Not that long ago. Well,
0: this movie went all the way back to 1996. How old do you think I feel right now?
2: <laughs> yes, 1971. God. Powerful did movie, The French Connection. Yeah. <laughs> so powerful. Did, did you
1: know, also, oh, uh, real quick, do you know um, in uh, Ant-Man, the first uh, person to be dressed up and on TV as Ant-Man, the, the guy from, you ever watched the Jamie Foxx show? I can't think of his name. He was uh, uh he was his, his uncle in that show. Uh Garrett Morris. Yes. From Saturday Night Live. He was the first person to jump as Batman yes. Man. And then he was in one of the MCU uh movies. And I didn't know why they put yes. him in there. And that's because he was Batman. Man? Yes. Nice. It was a
2: skit from Saturday Night Live. Sure. And I remember that because John Belushi was the Hulk and he went in the bathroom <laughs> and he uh he, he took sh- a big dump <laughs> and he stunk it up. <laughs> that's, in, that's in the episode? Yeah. I get to oh, watch that. Oh, we got to yes. watch that. It's that's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's Saturday Night Live. You're right. Garrett Morris was Ant Man. Yep. Your memory is. Thank you. God it's bless a control, Isn't Thank you. It? Steel if Trap. It is Steel Trap. That is why I'm the host of the most powerful podcast ever created the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. You guys there saw my sweet shirt. Yeah. 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 we
0: put it back on, though? Yes. <laughs> it's <has> been very <laughs> distracting. Up with the pants. Uh, uh, those no, are fine. Yeah. leave the pants <laughs> off. Yeah. Just yeah. shirt. Well, yeah. How else are we going to see your plasma ball? (laughs)
2: Whoa, touch it. Plasma ball. Right here, this one? Oh, man. Yes, I have powerful new merch. Make sure you check it out. We have links everywhere. Follow us on Twitter at AmazingPopPod. We're on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. And wherever you listen to podcasts, do us a favor. Please leave a review. If you leave a five-star review, it will unlock HD audio.
1: And before we forget, because we keep cutting you off, and I'm sorry about that. That's all right. What's your rating on the Venom, That the Be Carnage movie?
2: Yes. I'm easily distracted. <laughs> I am giving it two out of five.
0: Two out of five. Chickens. Oh.
2: Bucks. One mm. son one share. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, babe. What did you give the first Venom movie? I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. I'd say a four. Oh. That, yeah, that really I really took a dive car. on you. I like <laughs> how the mighty has fallen. I mean, fall. I like I liked Tom hardy in there i thought he was better i thought they did too much of this back and forth like mm-hmm. in this new one fucking venom was talking too much it's like shut up you know <laughs> he should come out you know, you know <laughs> didn't you think he's like all the time in that loving stupid, relationship this stupid scene where he's drawn all that stuff yeah that was dumb doing your work for you like yeah and yeah.
1: then making the breakfast
2: was dumb and
1: well there's too much though, there's too much time spent on him being inside his body, all this dialogue yes. versus seeing him. And, don't, and when you see him, you only see him walking around at the, at the rave and crap like yes. that versus like, firing. Oh, the
2: rave thing was stupid. Yeah, it just, it's just really yeah. dumb. And if they're going to have it, just have, um, Venom come out at certain little key times and make it kind of frightening. You know? Yeah. I didn't like how it was just, you know, the lady in the store, the mm. neighborhood store. Yeah. It was almost like, once again, like it's some TV show or something. It was like a sitcom or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? It should have some, Exactly. Like Thank you. God bless <laughs> yeah. you, bosom Very 1984 good. Yeah. And they just his,
1: his build. That's the last, last thing I say about the, his build. I didn't like. He's so like he's that athletic build of Venom. Like he's kind of tall and like like fit and he's a slim muscular uh Venom. Whatever happened to him being like like uh Wolverine the runt style where he's real thick and muscular.
2: Yeah, and I didn't like the the way they rendered the Venom, like mm-hmm. the the skin and the mm-hmm. the costume, the teeth, everything about it. And I don't like how his teeth could get busted out like that. I know they grow back, but you know. That was a powerful
0: helmet hit yes. right to the kisser. <laughs> Did anyone else get distracted by Tom Hardy's deformed pinky? Oh, it never came out. He couldn't straighten that out. I was wondering
1: about that. I was like, yeah. he's just holding his hand like this. But then my, my buddy who plays the trumpet and his almost uh, career ending, he, he punched a wall in accident and broke his pinky. And it looked like his. So home whole movie, I'm like, it's maybe, maybe he broke his finger. Yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking. It's like Denzel Washington's finger. Oh, was s- slow down. Def- we deformed
2: a little bit, too. Oh, oh man.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yep. It's kind of like off to the side. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> like more like Al
2: Pacino. He can't sit up in a chair. What? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. He just wanted to break out his Al Pacino. Yeah, so <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> We're well, watching every Al Pacino movie. He's just slumped on in the chair. Yeah. We're going to to talk about Morgan
1: Freeman and his uh, missing hand. Like, do your Morgan Freeman
2: <laughs> let's see if I
1: got one yeah. old Andy Dufresne I, I can't do <laughs> this. <it. good. laughs> that's what Shawshank Redemption one of my favorite movies of him in it it's a good film yeah
2: <laughs> powerful DZ what did you think of your third time back in the barn
1: you know I'm getting used to this I gotta, I gotta come back this is uh it's a lot of fun um this is it's I wish I was here a long time ago. Especially since you have your shirt off. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's got like braids I'm on very his shirt. <laughs> is that weird? It is really very weird. very Italian. <laughs> he doesn't even have to do that. I'm himself. not going to hide just, it. He wakes I'm very up that Italian. way. Yeah. He wakes up and just braids itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's the very in him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Plus, you get a lot of free shit when you show up. Oh, I mean, yeah. my God. Yeah. No, what I, did
2: you get? He got, got the, swag, man. I gave him the powerful new. We have a new sticker. It's a holographic. Yes. Holographic. No, it's holographic. You got to say it's sexy. Oh, that's, that's the big that's thing. With, it, <laughs> it sounds like you're losing your voice. Yeah, it's like oh, a stalker. Sounds like I'm point. in Dune. Yeah. And then, Mike uh, tell them about what you gave him Oh, I gave on the
0: 945 show sticker and button. I mean, the most talked about piece of merch at the last Nitrowave TC show.
1: Yes. I'm going to tell you one Powerful. thing. Powerful. I'm buying me a laptop just to put these stickers on them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there yep. you go. You know Thank what I you. think you should do? What's that?
0: When you get home, just put them on your door. Take no questions front. asked. My
1: front door? Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. not, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> Just put them on there. That when people say, What are those? Hey, sit down, I've got a story. Hey,
1: have a seat.
2: Yeah. yeah. In the man cave. You have to have a you have a fridge. You gotta get a mini fridge.
1: I'm going to buy one.
2: Yeah. So stickers so you either stick gotta go on a mini fridge, you gotta go on a guitar laptop. Yeah, guitar case. Or a laptop.
1: What yep. about a deep freezer? You can put in a deep Good freezer. Enough. I got one yep. of those.
2: Will the old lady let you do that though or not?
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna do what I want. And then, after she hears this, I'll say they made me say this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we are like, but say it. It's got to be
2: it.
0: something that's yours. Yeah. You know. Well, even then, is it really yours?
1: No, I've learned that very really <laughs> quickly. That's not the case. <laughs> I've been confined to a small room in my house where well, I you can get put a stuff. room. Uh, barely. Wow. And even that room is under. <laughs> I've got two hooks. It, two hooks. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> One
0: for each backpack.
2: That's it. Huh? <laughs> so what is the review of the booze you guys are drinking? What are you thinking?
1: It's really strong.
0: It's, it's really strong, but I, I can't stop sipping it because, you know, it's alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I've, um, I'm not like a huge drinker. I've just gotten into, uh, tasting stuff more recently. Um, that Alberta premium is actually like really good. It's just, like you said, it's just super strong, but it's, yeah, it's good I, I'm,
0: I'm going to tell you right now, I probably won't be able to finish it, but. <laughs> It's not bad.
1: And just so you guys know, he's got a, a
2: solo shotgun, yeah. and it's half full. It's, it's very, very <laughs> hot. It's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> he hot. doesn't do well with the hot challenges. I don't know if you saw any of his videos. I got to start watching them. Yeah, though. they're hilarious because I don't ever... Because well, he failed every hot I, I failed every, hot every, every single failed
0: hot challenge. Failed every
1: one? Every single one. Well, Gummy bear? What's the most mild one that you had that you failed at?
0: Uh, the least painful was the ramen, the hot ramen. I Couldn- agree with that. Couldn't finish was- the bowl.
2: He couldn't finish it. Wow. And then
0: the second, so the one that was the hottest but didn't feel the hottest was the gummy bear. Right. And so that would probably be the second one. I couldn't go five minutes for the afterburn. (laughs) I think I went 45 seconds and then I (laughs) drank the wrong milk, which made it worse. And then the second, the third one was when we did the hottest interview ever with North Innsbruck, when we did the end hot sauce, which Mm. is five million Scoville units. I think it was
2: six something because we got the... 6 million. Yeah, we started with the mildest was, you know, some jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the haban- the
0: habanero <laughs> chocolate one that was supposed to be like right in the middle, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like your habaneros are really hot. Mm-hmm. That was the most delicious one. That yeah, wasn't too bad at all. I agree, all. too. Talking
2: habaneros.
0: Thing. Yeah, that's the that's the good one.
2: But you never know it's because we were all those other ones taste like shit, you know, so mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't as good, but compared to the other ones it was delicious. Yeah. Really. But
0: the end, which was less than the gummy bear was the one that killed me the most.
2: I guess it all depends on how it affects it. But it was everybody. cool. We were eating chicken, so it was like delicious. Well, that's yeah. different. You get something to enjoy. It was delicious. Yeah. That yeah. one yeah. chip is... And, and
0: then North Innsbruck brought Gatorade. Yes. Remember?
2: How did that pair with that?
0: It didn't. I... And it just made it worse. That's Actually, so if you hear that interview, mm-hmm. at the end, I stopped talking. Because <laughs> I can't talk anymore.
2: They were dying. It was <laughs> It
0: was so hot that I I think I barely even... I thought for sure I was going to die in my chair that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it wasn't even the hottest thing I've eaten for this podcast, but it was the worst one that I've eaten. Have so you done the one chip challenge? No, but I already knew seeing you do it. <laughs> I already knew. I was like, yeah, no, that one's not for me.
1: So here's the thing. I had that gummy bear you speak of. And I was like, well, it's not that bad, you know, and nothing afterwards. And I had the chip before that and I got it down. It's hot. Not going to lie to you, but it was tolerable. I was fine. I had this chip and I don't know what happened. Maybe it's cause I had some bad bacon. Whatever happened, but full disclosure, for my last time I was here, that was the worst experience of my life. And because of that, I'm afraid to try another chip challenge. I mean, another like hot thing challenge. Yeah. It completely destroyed. I mean, I've never thrown up in my life ever.
2: Isn't ever. that crazy?
0: That's nuts.
1: Is it crazy? Never in my life. Never even got close like it. Just like Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Seinfeld
0: makes me throw up too.
1: Whoa. Oh. Oh wait,
0: was that not where we were going with this? No, no oh no. okay, Sorry.
1: My absolute favorite show, hands down. <laughs> well, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> not anymore, man. <laughs> and if you say like friends, I'm leaving. And so oh, friends, sucks. No, yeah. There, thank you. But no, that chip, I had that chip, man. And I, and after that, the worst pain in my stomach I've ever felt in my life, and confusion of whether to poop or throw up. And finally, I did. I. Violently threw up like The Exorcist. I did both. I did both at the same time. And no, and seriously, that sucks. <laughs> I had to jump off the toilet to throw up. Oof! Yeah, and it was—I I was, was the worst thing in my life. So that's bad. So you should try that one chip challenge. It's, it's just—it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: fine. Ringing now, you find it everywhere. After a year of not being able to find it anywhere,
1: exactly, it's everywhere. It's
2: at now. gas stations now. It's like I just went to the gas station. I mm-hmm. was there.
1: Well, because it's a new one. You can't find the old one because once they sell it, they're No,
2: dead. but what he's seen is before, you, now they're everywhere. Yeah,
0: you couldn't even find it like online. They
2: ran out. We're like, of, we don't know when it's coming.
0: This the one? one? Ch- the, well, the, it, they just called it the One Chip Challenge. And now it's at the grocery stores. It's at gas stations. They have the bags. Of chips now you can get full bags of chips from that company oh no, no and those, they're not as hot but it's yeah. the same i mean and you can get the one chip challenge
2: there too
1: yeah i believe before they did the same thing with the the last year's model they um it was available everywhere and then okay. they sell out and you can't find them anywhere right because online that last year but chip i didn't like, see it last year you didn't no this time seeing everywhere because so. what i understand everybody said you see it but so i don't know that you're probably right but this one yeah you're right it, which is actually dangerous they put it on the shelves at the store kid can walk right. in and buy this chip and, right and You'll be pooping and throwing up too.
2: <laughs> Kids deserve it. Well, we're going to wrap up this powerful show. I hope you guys had a good time. DZ, Mike, or DJ Rez, did you have a good time?
0: I did. Stick around for the new Night Audit.
2: Powerful, yes. The Neighborhood Watch. Tell us a little bit about that song. That's going to play us out tonight.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, one of the new songs off of the Neighborhood Watch EP that Night Audit just put out uh, Friday, today, whenever you this episode comes out. Um it should uh be a good addition to your Halloween soundtracks. Where can the kids find this music? Nightaudit.bandcamp.com, also available on Spotify. Uh check him out on Spotify. His last uh full-length album that just came out 2 weeks ago um is doing really good on Spotify right now.
2: Excellent. Well, I hope you guys had fun tonight. I know we did. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. Please leave a review. We're available everywhere. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast.